Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box is rated M for mature audiences only and may contain nudity, sexual situations, strong language, and monsters that will eat you. The thoughts and opinions stated by Sam, Josh, and Clarence are their own and in no way reflect MTG cast, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or our mom, who tried really hard to teach us the right things to do and say. The following impressions left by Raiders can be helped by strong antipsychotic meds and therapy. Do not swim for up to two hours after listening to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Hey, this is Brittany Murphy, and you're listening to Raiders. Previously on Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. And tonight we're going to be brought to you by... Michael. Michael. This week, I, I uh, Cop Out came, on, came out on DVD, so I finally got to watch Cop Out. And it was, a, it was a great movie. Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan are two cops, and they do cop things. And, uh, the, the, there was just one thing I didn't like about the movie that I didn't understand Kevin Smith doing. Uh, it was Tracy Morgan they... <laughs> no, Tracy Morgan was beautiful sure, in he's it. hilarious. <laughs> Come on. Well, all right, New Year's Eve a couple years ago, right? Uh, I can't find a girl to get a kiss from for some reason. I'm looking everywhere, so, you know. Was this the one where you went to mom? No. Oh, okay, that was last year. Go on. Let's go first. My lie was um, I talked to my sister Anna, who lives in Corpus Christi the other, the other day, and we don't get to see her. She's about... A 12-hour drive away, and we don't talk to her that often. So I told her that I, re- I received a letter for her in the mail, and so I, I based this off the truth, and I told her, hey, there was a, uh, a letter I received in the mail from the federal government, and it's saying that they're an investigation on Trent for some death that was <laughs> on a Navy ship, uh, some USS, and I came up with something. And she's like, what? She starts freaking out. I'm like, I don't know what it is. They're just saying that we might be involved in the investigation. Trent Clark and, <laughs> and death or something. She's like, I can't. And I guess she's like, I gotta call you back. I'm gonna call Trent. Like, I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I didn't want her to call Trent because Trent was at work working so for the Navy. So you went back on the lock? I did. I did. I Why would you do that? My own rules. I broke them. Because my sister was getting ready to call my brother-in-law while he's working at the Navy about a murder he's investigation. He's a chaplain. So <laughs> that was my lie. I told him that Trent was gonna be investigated for some death on a, on a Navy ship for about. Three minutes I had a solid lie going on. And it could have gone really you far. You should have let her call him. Trent would have called the superiors and they would, no one would know what was going what on. What if something bad had happened, though, because of what, that? What, oh, what, what? what if there was a death, though? And he's like, what about this, Trent? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. What are the odds? more funny.
Hello and welcome to Raiders of the Various Puzzle Box. This is episode 16. We are recording on August 2nd? It is. Yeah, it's absolutely. my birthday. 21st. Wedding anniversary. August 2nd. That's so gay. Birthday. Um, 21st. You can That's find nice. us on uh, on Facebook, Raiders of the Various Puzzle Box, all in word. You can add us as a friend. We'd appreciate that. So we like getting friends. And we're tools. And we are tools. If you have magic, they are tools. Like, <coughs> talk you can about find that. us on iTunes before Same. Josh asks. It also on Twitter. You, you may follow us at Twitter at Raiders at FTB. What? Raiders TPD? of TPDB. <laughs> TPB. Which one is it? TPB. It's a fairy's puzzle box. Raiders, Raiders of Tafari's puzzle box. Isn't FTD the flower people? It is. FTD. Yeah, we're <laughs> Ra- Raiders of FTD. <laughs> we stole those flowers. Raiders of JFK. Uh, you can also email us at yahoo.com. Raiders of Tafari's oh, really? puzzle box at yahoo.com. Um, Plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Absolutely. But none of you are. We try to get together weekly to sit around and not talk about magic. And then we talk about magic. My name is Josh, by the way. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm great flavored. I'm Clarence. I'm Charlie. I'm new. Yep. <laughs> and with us tonight we have Mr. Dotson, Charlie Dotson. Uh, Charlie, why are you here? Uh, you know, something to do. Okay, that, that makes sense to me. Let's go ahead and earlyly explain the sound you're hearing in the background. It's not a bong, not that, you know, we condone bongs, but uh, I bought a hookah recently, for lack of easier explanation, and it's a water pipe. If you don't know what a hookah is, go check it out on Google, or not. It is just flavored tobacco. (laughs) Molasses-soaked tobacco, you should see it, it's gooey. It looks like gillyweed, actually, from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to explain it to. Um... Alright, so we like to break the ice with a little conversation opener, and I wanted to uh, ask Charlie something. So Charlie, there's a little story that we, we have, that you and I uh, have in common. It's about right in between my divorce and my other marriage. We got really drunk, and we went bowling. Can you tell me <laughs> Charlie made beer come out of those. It was cool. Damn um, it. I was wondering I was wondering if you'd like to fill in the rest of the story and I'll help you out with any holes you may have. Sure. And then I'll help out with the holes after that. <laughs> well, I have another story to ask you about. So um, And then I'll do the holes again. <laughs> I know what you're wanting to say. We decided to get really drunk and uh, go bowling. We also decided that well, actually, Josh decided it'd be a good idea to have a contest to see who could sleep with the ugliest person in the bowling alley. <laughs> I've never so we heard found story. two of the ugliest people in the bowling alley. Yeah, we did. One worked at the concession stand, and the and other one was just kind of a friend, out, you know, like helping out or whatever. Josh, uh, we 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 went back to my house, and I of course had to. Break out the wine. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in time, we shouldn't have drove no. or anything. Actually, walk. Other than sleeping, we shouldn't have done anything else. And yeah, go ahead. So, well, Josh decides to. Um, we no no we actually convinced these chicks. One was actually like with a with a dude. She was married. Yeah, she was married. And I was like, come on, you want to cheat? And she did. She didn't <laughs> want to cheat. Did want to cheat? <laughs> she really did. Only Josh started getting you know, sick to his stomach because she was that ugly. It was it was, <laughs> bad. it was pretty bad indeed. And so, unfortunately, what was the chick's name? I have no idea. Oh no, we know one of their names. I don't know what the other one's name. Was it Jennifer Wirtz? No, she had blonde hair. 
Phyllis, is that right? Patrick was already on. I have no idea. It's Phyllis uh, Keller? No. No, that would doubt. It was not. It was not Phyllis Keller. I have no idea who the other two We probably shouldn't use names when trying to describe ugly girls. Oh. Ah, no, it's alright. Anyway. So Josh backed out. This. I want to describe it. (laughs) And Charlie had a threesome. (laughs) No, the other one went home. Anyway, so so Charlie won. Charlie got the one. Charlie (laughs) definitely won the contest when the story's all said and done. I Um, lie for winning. (laughs) Charlie took home. Uh, a five foot one, two hundred and forty pound blonde <laughs> with acne scars on places I can't even think of. <laughs> and uh, hey, what she looked like when you were drunk? That'll give us the description. What you had a few? She, she was, was five foot one, two hundred and ten pounds, <laughs> no acne scars. She was six easy one ninety. She was a six foot black woman. Yep. Uh, I like like we get to Charlie's house and like uh, he automatically is in in the door you know he's making out with her he's on second base rounding, he's rounding third well, he me thought and it was the other chicks are, like I'm starting to sober up I'm like holy crap what am I doing actually <laughs> <laughs> Josh was actually drinking wine so that he could make it okay right he was trying to make himself be able to do it and so <laughs> Statue of Liberty never like, turned pretty she's like do you want to go and sit on the couch I'm like. I'm not feeling so good. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> By this time, Charlie's door is shut. <laughs> that makes you an asshole. Why would so, you do that? He gets this great idea for a great contest. It's not a good contest at all. <laughs> Back down, leaves me fucking patch. Oh lordy. Uh, so that's like so Friday night for ten years of Patrick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> great icebreaker. <laughs> I had forgotten about that. So that's that. all we did when we were younger. This is eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderfully eight delicious. Years ago. Yeah. yeah, back when we were 12. <laughs> back when we were 12. Yeah, because I <laughs> wish. <laughs> I won. Anyway. <laughs> Guys, what entertained you the most this week? <laughs> what? We're, explain. We're switching it up a little bit. We're, con- yeah. we're condensing the, the, the topic somewhat we're just so we can get to the magic content faster. Our podcasts run a little bit longer than what we want. You may like it that way, but we're going to try to shorten it up. Not to mention we want to cut it pretty much in half with non-magic and magic. So we're going to shorten up the non-magic and add a little bit to the magic because it seemed like we were going the other way. And, um, yeah, so... Entertainment means we're going to combine the podcast session and also what you saw on television or radio or anything like that. So just make whatever entertained you the most this week as far as media. Okay, well, I have two. Go for <laughs> it. Do it. Okay, the first one was, uh, uh, did anybody see the guy who goes to the Cleveland Indians game with uh, LeBron James Miami Heat jersey on? No. The fans were going so nuts trying to beat him that he had to be escorted out by police. It was hilarious. Uh, apparently, LeBron James in a Miami Heat jersey offends a lot of people in Cleveland right now. That's pretty entertaining. But it was hilarious. And then uh, the fantasy football guys have started a podcast again. Uh, and it's on episode three. Out? And it's called uh, Tanned Ask. It does get attention. And if you play fantasy football, listen to these guys because they're geniuses. And you can find them at... Fantasy fantasy football football guys. Guys. No, it's not. I, it took me a long time to figure this out. You actually have to type in the. You have to type in the fantasy football guys. Dot com. So, yeah, if you're interested and you play fantasy football, Clarence and I and Charlie, and not Sam. Not Sam. Not Sam. I play Magic. <laughs> Sorry. We do too. We, we do multiple things. I, I don't. 
<laughs> you want to check them out. They are entertaining, and most of the time they give good insight. Yeah. They, they, did you listen to any? Have you listened to the podcast since they came back out? Well, they're on episode three, and they were talking about Cedric Dunson and where he should be drafted. And they were arguing over whether whether he should be drafted at 10 or 20. Right. Like, one guy thinks 10 and the other guy thinks 20, and they debate it. And it's, it's really good. What do you think, man? I think Benson is about the 12th pick. Really? I'm yeah. not going to touch him. I think he's a 9.5. I would totally do him. Like we said, you don't play. You I don't know. Have to add but we were rating guys. <laughs> we're not talking about his ass. <laughs> this <You weren't>. time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch him in my draft. I can tell you that just because he's been pounded by the Cincinnati Bengals and he did a hell of a job. But eventually this guy's going to sure? break down. <laughs> right, but they also got, with, with the addition of T.O., we got Ocho Cinco, T.O., Andre Caldwell, who knows where the hell Jordan Shipley fits into the picture. Carson Palmer will be able to throw this year. We also got the uh, Gresham guy, the tight end. Yeah, and they're... Yeah, so you think they're going to... You think they're going to focus more on the pass, or at least the defenses are going to? A little bit more. They more have than last year. They have two Hall of Fame wide receivers on their roster. You can't ignore that. You really think Chad's a Hall of Famer? Yes, I do. Really? really? Yes. See, I'm, I can't debate T.O. I really think he's going to get in there. And first ballot, even. You know, they're voting for the Magic Hall of Fame right now. Oh, are they really? Yeah. I was. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on Twitter about it. I was reading. We're not on Magic content yet. Shall I know, but I'm. That's <laughs> all we know. We're talking about the it's Hall of Fame. Knows. We're talking about the Hall of Fame. What do you yes, want? Yes, Chad Ochocinco will be in the Hall of Fame. What entertained you this week, Josh? Um, what entertained you the most this week? Oh, what was it? <laughs> Probably Veronica Mars. You guys, you know, <laughs> do you know this? Yes. Uh, who, what, who, what's the chick? It. Who's the chick in that show? No, it's uh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. That's yeah, right. she was like on Heroes, and she's done quite a bit of other things. And uh, she was in the movie with Jason Segel. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Great she, movie. She was the one that... She was very, Sarah Marshall. Very great movie. She yeah. was the one that he wanted to forget. And you can anyway. see Jason Segel's wiener. Way too many times. Really? Why? 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 It's always Dick and Park Jones. <laughs> Absolutely. That's where the money's at. But I said wiener. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Veronica Mars is about a, a high school chick who, who's, who's sleuth. Like, basically, uh, today's Nancy Drew. She goes around, and each episode involves a certain mystery, or sometimes, you know, they'll combine it into two and make a to-be-continued episode. But anyway, the, uh, the season has a, a larger scope, and it has one big mystery she has to solve. Like Batman. No. There's a Batman series on right now that stars Kristen Bell. No, just that it ended with the to be continued like Batman, and she goes around and solves mysteries like Batman. Go yeah. on. No, I was totally into it. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, Joss uh, Whedon, if, if you know Joss why? Whedon, um, <laughs> compared this, he called this the Buffy of today, and then they canceled it just like they canceled Buffy. Yes, he because did only, it. only he touched it, and that's what happened. Only <laughs> because their audience was females and homosexual mouse. Yeah. So they canceled it. Yeah, pretty much. But that's a huge audience, dude. It is. That's like 75% of the world. That watches yeah, television. That's true. Basically, all I'm trying to say is you're a fag. That's fine. I don't, I don't you have think cable. You that's why. You definitely ridiculed me about other shit before. Not to More mention. gay people have cable than you. You think there's... I'm just trying to get back to you for all those, there was, the horrible television yeah, that yeah, I watch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. Anyway, um, check it out, Veronica Mars. You can find it on Netflix and all three seasons that there were are out on DVD. Charlie, tell us about some entertainment, man. Uh, probably got two. I've got a new favorite radio station. It's a Bob, but it's <laughs> 92.9 Bob. It's not 96.9 that has the same playlist over and over. They play pretty much everything. You know, 
What do you mean? Like, where they broadcast that? Uh, Tulsa. Like, what do you say? Everything you mean, like everything um, from folk from to like sixties to so two thousand ten? All, all rock and roll, though, right? Or, um, like, what are we talking about? There's mild amounts of like Pop. maybe some older country and stuff like uh, Black Eyed Peas makes it in there. Um, I think my other media is probably going to be. Uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. <laughs> oh, no. You went solid, huh? You paid money. No. No, I got it on Netflix. Oh, okay. It's out already. I have a yeah. five-year-old wow. son, so he enjoyed it thoroughly. It was a really good movie. Was it? I really enjoyed it. Huh. It's like a Greek mythology Harry Potter. <laughs> really? That's exactly what they were going for. There's like somebody it. out there who went, Thank you! I like Harry Potter. I like Greek mythology. You can mix the two together. I'll have to check it out. I like Hercules. It's pretty good. Lots of... Action. Like the person? Why? <laughs> no, like in the Marvel the, Universe. You mean like the TV show? <laughs> Dude, I did like that show. Uh, like Young Hercules back in the day. I used to watch that in Xena. Those were that was good shit, man. Okay. Sounds what entertained you this week. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about a show I just watched right before uh, uh, you guys got here, actually. Uh, Persons Unknown. It's on episode seven. I have a very strong feeling that some of the writers from Lost are now doing this show. What is it? Uh, person's Unknown. Okay. Oh, it's uh, nine people wake up in this uh, deserted, seemingly deserted town, like having no idea how they got there. And there's like cameras everywhere, and and then they're trying to figure out like there's a hotel and there's actually like a ho- someone working at the hotel, but he won't give them any information. Uh, they all had to open up fortune cookies, and it kind of like told them like if you want to get out of here, you got to kill Joe, or you got to find the sock with the so red so ripe. Red writing on saw it. Saw the TV show. It, no, no, because no one's getting tortured. No oh, gore. No serial killer. It's it's it, 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 it progresses and there's a, there's this program and they're all being tested in certain ways and like some of them on the inside are actually working with the people that have put them there. Huh. There's a big electric magnet fence and they're all trapped inside. And they it's can't almost get like out. Uh, the reality TV show Big Brother meets Lost. Yeah, but it's totally not a reality show. Right, obviously. The, I wouldn't watch it otherwise. The thing you told me about the other day. Damn it. Uh, so check Bam. it out. Uh, one of the lines they used in tonight's episode, last night's episode that I watched tonight, uh, was the program doesn't. You don't choose the program. The program chooses you. So I was like, yeah, probably someone from Lost writing this. So I'm I'm not totally vested in the show because of that. I don't want to just be disappointed. What are you talking about? Persons unknown. Persons said it unknown. Like three times now. Oh, okay. Um, there was a lot of words. So yeah, that's that's. <laughs> the, <laughs> I've been watching uh, that show now since it started, and uh, where I mean, can you find this at? I no, I watch it on Hulu. Okay. Dot com. Do you know what station provides I, it? I think. No, no, I don't. I'm, not even, I'm not even going to guess. Okay. You can probably find it on Netflix. Well, I'm most likely. Clarence is going to look you it up. You find everything on Netflix, and uh, it, we'll find out the answer for you. I can. That's uh, that's that's, that's what entertained us. Oh, you're week. asking Chop Chop. <laughs> Guys, we're going to move right into our movie topic this week, and it's it's a pretty easy one. It's not one you have to do research on. I just asked you simply, what was the be- your favorite movie before you turned 11 that was not a cartoon? I had some trouble with this one, actually. How? You, it should be automatic? Because, because I did that era had so many wonderful movies. Well, it shouldn't have been like wonderful movies. There should have been one. So what was, was it? Favorite. My favorite so what was, was probably Sleeping Princess Beauty? Bride. Oh. There you go. <laughs> and Sleeping Beauty was a cartoon. Ass. It was a movie. It was a full-length feature movie. <laughs> All right, so tell us, Princess Bride. What? What? Tell me about it. Carrie Ellis. It's a great movie. It's, uh, it was a great book. 
they did a really good job of turning it into a movie. <coughs> it was freaking hilarious. What um, this was before you were eleven? Princess Bride? Inconceivable. Well, I mean, like, he didn't fall. <laughs> no more rhymes now, I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> See? It's a great movie. It Everyone is. knows it. It looks like there's no, rhymes there, up ahead. There's no arguments. There's there's no arguments. No arguments. I just want to hear what it was for you that made it yours. It was my... I went as the Dread Pirate Roberts that Halloween... Hello, my name is Amigo Montoya. I've you actually my got, father yeah. compared to die. My friend has a t-shirt that's got the Hello, My Name Is sticker. And it says, In Yigman Toya, you killed my father for her to die. I thought that my was My kids watch that movie like once a week. What so. I was going to say, though, is uh, in high school we actually had to do short plays, like a one-act play. And uh, my little group chose The Princess Bride, and I got to be in Yigman Montoya. Clint nice. and I chose South Park. That's a good story. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, all right. Well, all right, so why don't you tell us ours? Yours. First, I want to tell you that Persons Unknown airs Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern on NBC. There you go. NBC. Oh, People that brought you heroes, and then messed up heroes. And they're like, I have an idea. Let's take heroes and put them in a carnival, man, or a circus. No, yeah, circus. <laughs> and then the show just died. If they'd stay off the heroin, the Let's, show would be so much better. It's like, fuck it, we don't need to show anybody actually fight and use their powers. Let's just have make a circus. All, let's make them all talk. Let's <laughs> give them powers, but not let them use them. Let's say that, like, oh, they could get better with training, but well, let's not train at all. It was <laughs> one of my favorite shows. They did completely butcher never it. find out why never Peter got a scar. Heroes. We never found out why uh, Hero got a scar. But they definitely had scars in the future versions, and we were supposed <laughs> to learn why. My only question is, why did they give the little black kid the power to break into ATMs? Well, that was actually cool. That was one of the cooler right, things they, they did, fate. man. Right, but fate. It's called kid. evolution. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, before I was ten, before I was ten, I always watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sure, you and still do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but the movie, the the first movie, not the one with Vanilla Ice, and not the one in Japan, but the first one, right, was amazing. What? Tell me something about it. Uh, they, it's just the turtles against Shredder, and it was awesome. It wasn't. Super Shredder. My son loves that movie. The original one? He was like Darth Vader, but cooler because he did karate. That that's when we were kids. That's what he was, right? I don't know if he was cooler than Darth Vader. I didn't say he was cooler than Darth Vader. Yes, you did. You said he was like from a kid's point of view, cooler because he did karate. Okay, I know that's the very end when Splinter says, "I made a funny." Yeah, it's hilarious. You know what? It took me about. Probably seven years ago, I got the very end where everyone's like Bossa Nova and the dude says Chevy Nova. But about seven years ago, I was like, Chevy Nova's a car. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing. <laughs> wow. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And then you've got, of course, two with vanilla ice in it. No. Uh, I, I really had to get down and like. And think about what year it was and what was going on with us that year because. Uh, Growing up, Josh and I, our family, we used to watch movies and regularly, and there would be certain movies that we would watch multiple times and go back to and that are very memorable of our younger days. So I actually came up with three, and I had to choose, and the one that I really wanted to mention was Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. For one, for one, because I recently saw this on Blu-ray. It's out on Blu-ray. You can check it out. I just bought it on DVD again. Yeah. <laughs> and two, it was my first introduction with Thor from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. 
And okay. Because the little girl on there was all about Thor. Absolutely. And there's the mechanic that was Thor. Basically, a lady hires the wrong person to watch her kids, and she goes off and gets in all sorts of trouble. Who was the But she takes good care of them. I don't know if she's famous, though. Uh, uh, give me a second. I just looked it up. Like, no. She would have been like, she would have been the little chick. Oh my god, what is her name? We're gonna ask Cha Cha again. This episode is brought to you by Cha Cha. Heather or Cha Cha. You said you had another? Uh, no, that's the only one I, that's one I went to. No, the other ones was like Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. That one we watched a whole bunch. And then. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was more. I can tell you mine right off the bat. Sam and I grew up together and. It's Godzilla versus King Kong. Heck yeah, dude! I, we, we did used to watch the poo out of that movie. We wore down that VHS. We just made it. We made it our little home skillet, if you know what I mean. Absolutely, we did. We I have no you. idea what you mean. Did you? <laughs> I know. I just substituted <laughs> curse words for actual, not curse words. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Oh, garbage pill kids. <laughs> dirty, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just uh, liked all the Godzilla movies growing up. You know, I was and I was definitely you know enjoyed them. And then they were like. Here's King Kong, and he's gonna fight Godzilla. And we were just like, "No way!" And, and we were at a friend's house, and they said, "We have this one where he fights King Kong," and it was just like Christmas, Thanksgiving, and our first period all rolled into one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you remember who won, by the way? Neither, neither of them really won. Like it showed like Godzilla walking away at the end, no, and no, it no. didn't show King Kong. It was so. King Kong who walked away. Are you sure? I yes, thought it was Godzilla because he was walking in the water. King Kong doesn't Definitely. live in the water while Godzilla does. Oh, uh, maybe you're right. I think I'm pretty sure because he was walking off in the water. How did King Kong get home if not? I don't know. He took the bus. Because <laughs> like don't fare well in oceans. You know what I mean? <laughs> no matter how big they are. Right. Well, I guess if they were big enough. That's one big age. But they do grow pretty big. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> wow. Anybody else? Terrence, we do yours? Yeah, cool. Thank you. Hell yeah, okay, that's that's the movies for this week, gentlemen. And now I'd like to uh, move right back into another subject. We combined our lies and our thousand dollars into one giant subject. What is New so guy goes first. supposed to do? <coughs> I think we're supposed to... I really Give me your phone. The text message. Hold on. Tell, wow. tell a story or okay. what you would do for a thousand dollars. We just Basically, I want a really good story out of you. Something entertaining. Something entertaining. And it doesn't have to be true at all. So I'll go first. Well, actually, new guy gets to go first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna we have to stick to that. Awesome. <laughs> uh, start with once upon a time. Once upon a time, me and about ten of my friends were out at the dam drinking. Was I there? No. Oh. Sir, please don't say dam. <laughs> Caw, dam. Oh. Local dam. A local dam. Go ahead. And uh, right. we were drinking a lot of beer, a lot of Everclear, and uh, someone bets me $10, only $10, that I wouldn't streak across the dam. Like the length. Like the, the entire road. length of the dam. It's how like, long is Like on the road? Um, It's like a mile. I don't know how long is the dam. Mile. It's probably like two blocks. I don't know, like but Elizabeth Shue played the lead. In Elizabeth Shue! Fuck! Chacha, you suck for taking that long. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, I um, agreed. $10 sounded really good because I was really hammered. How old were you at this point, man? I was 17 years old. Okay. Was it pre-subway sign? 
It was pre-Subway Sun. Okay, go on. Another story for bring that up. a different time. <laughs> that was the one I wanted to ask. <laughs> so I start running across the dam, and I see a car coming from behind me. So I thought it'd be with pretty funny to uh, stop and act like I was picking something up off the road and take my time. <laughs> Give everybody a nice shot. They almost hit me when they swerved. Fish? Yes, they swerved and... So what was it? What was the car? It was not a cop. Okay. It was just a Ford F-150. Just a couple, was some, a couple dudes? Some checks. dudes. <laughs> got a nice cornhole shot. I got halfway down. I had to stop and take a break because <laughs> I was out of breath. That's a long dam. Really, really long dam. I would say it's over a mile. It took, probably, it took yeah, a good 20 minutes of naked down. running. Really? Yeah, absolutely over a mile. I just don't know how much over. It doesn't seem like it's that big. Yeah. So anyway, Luckily, it's, a, it's a long way to run naked. Yeah. Luckily, someone did come in from the party and pick me up on the other side did of the Did you dam. get your $10? I did get my $10. Ah, good. They even brought me my clothes. I was really surprised. That is nice of them, especially at the age of 17. I thought I was going to be like... You know what's even stranger? Is that they took that tit out of his well, old wallet? Okay, well, maybe. Is this is the story true? Why don't you go ahead and... Okay. Uh... I don't know if you remember this or not, Josh, but when I was 16, I got a job at a restaurant that Josh was working at. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, on 14th called Amarillo Grill. All of us have God, lots of stories that come from this place, but this was my yes, second day on the job. I uh, was trying to make a little extra money doing chores for helping other people out, and, pe- and so everyone was aware, okay, Sam's looking to make some money. Well, the manager at the time, uh, Mr. Jack Supan, remember <laughs> this character, Josh? Absolutely. I do remember uh, that. He was like, wait, wait, let's describe Jack real quick. I, go Listen, ahead. You you probably right. have a better. I, I remember him as like a pretentious dick, but you go on. <laughs> Jack's about six foot two, and he looks like Tom Cruise only if you packed on ten pounds and made him a little taller, like a foot taller. Like, and <laughs> he acted much like I would assume Tom Cruise acts. Like he can do it all, and he you, runs away from gay thoughts. Yeah, pretty much. And he went from the closet. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it's we, nice in here. nobody liked him. <laughs> nobody liked him. Tim, go ahead with your story, man. Uh, so he uh, he was <laughs> it was it was a steakhouse, so they kept all their steaks on these like big metal trays, and uh, and all the blood from the steaks would gather on. So he had taken a lot of that blood and filled up a highball glass with uh, raw. What's a highball glass? Blood. It's it's a small glass. I don't know how many I don't know how many ounces it is Six. or anything. Yeah. Like six ounces, sure. Raw, uh, just, but blood. Filled it up with blood. And he offered me... Like, a, almost like a vampire cocktail. Yeah, if you will. He, yeah. he, he didn't even dress I'm it up with, like, a straw and umbrella. He just fucking gave it to me. Even though there was a yeah. bar and those options. Could have put a lime wedge on it. Something. something. Celery stick. Flash of vodka. That would have been a great idea. Although <laughs> I was 16 at the time, so I doubt he would have done that. Well, anyways, and then he offered me $5 to drink it. And, okay... Such a... God. And now you're thinking... Why the hell would you do that? I was 16. I was very impressionable. Uh, all I'd heard is all this crazy stuff that my brother had pulled within the store. <laughs> I'd heard all these stories because that's what Josh does. And uh, so I thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make a name for myself. And if nothing else, I'm going to remember me as the dude who drank raw blood for $5. And so, um, short story is, I end up getting 6 in the end. $6. <laughs> and uh, doing it. And throwing up a whole, whole bunch. <laughs> Sam, is the story true or false? As you probably well remember, I'm pretty sure you were there. It's true. Oh, absolutely, man. Very much true. Uh, very not, 
Not the last time you puked blood, so, though. Uh, 13 years ago. <laughs> uh, fact or fiction? Alright, so you got a mess of story or shall I go? Okay, so Sam's story reminded me of a story. And I used to work at Tyson. Uh, you made pickles. Here and Bonica before it closed down. He'd come up smelling like pickles uh, every day. I didn't even touch. It had nothing to do with pickles. What is Tyson? It's a meatpacking plant. No pickles. Which is really weird that he made pickles. <laughs> I made pickles. I didn't make pickles. He pickled pickle. things. Uh, but pickled meats. Uh, when I when I first started out there, I was a maintenance kind. man. And turns out I don't know anything about maintenance, <coughs> so I could have told you that I, I became the pickle maker. But uh, the story here is, I worked on the raw side, the receiving and <laughs> blending meat. That was basically <laughs> all there was to do. Kind of like the Double D Palace. And uh, have you ever watched Buffy? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I decided I wanted to to quit the job, but I. Figured it'd look bad if I quit since my dad's a superintendent. And so I was in a receiving one day and they had just brought in the first shipment of bologna meat, which is god gross. Did it get you hard? Smelling just disgusting. Oh, it was so gross. And I didn't have a supervisor, so the receiving supervisor is pretty much my supervisor, whatever. And, and she was like super bitch. I, I don't know how to describe her other than that. Like she was a dude with boobs and thought she was a drill sergeant. Just horrible woman. So I didn't want to go up to her and be like, look, I quit. And I didn't want to quit because it looks bad. But getting fired looks bad, but in my opinion, quitting looks worse. So I grab a handful of the bologna meat. I just stuff it in my face and start <laughs> chewing it up right in front of her. Like it's beef jerky or yeah, something? And then That's disgusting. <laughs> you should have tasted it. You should have just so, put all Milton on that shit. So, and so at that point she looks at me and she freaks out and she's like what are you doing? It's so, just another handful. And then I, the, the words you're fired came out. I left. I Why did you scream you're fired at <laughs> no, no. Didn't come did, out of mind. You should ask her. Did you hold all that meat down? Uh, no, dude, raw bologna. Just put it in your pocket. It was raw. horrible. You don't want to lose that. It's like gold. That's a wonderful story about you eating meat, Clarence. Yes, I like it when you tell stories about eating meats. Uh, all right, I dated this chick named Neva when I was younger. Say the name again. Neva. Yes. Oh my god! Yes, we all have to rip rip you bullhead! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this one! That's awesome, go on! Okay, okay, this, he met her at Amarillo Grill and he was her trainer. And she. Go on, no, no, tell the story, tell the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway. Did, I thought you dated her too, or was it just? No, Clarence? no, I didn't date Clarence. her. Dude, she, she I thought was, it was something we all three had. No, it was Clarence. Clarence did her. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I did not do her. Don't lie. She sucked me out. I never. She <laughs> sucked you. <laughs> I never had sexual relations. That is sexual relations. Well, yeah. I never. I think all signs were there, dude. You did her. Go on, Josh. Right. Tell us about Neva. Okay. Well, I met Neva very recently after she decided to change her life. And in changing her life, she moved in with some very nice people who weren't her parents. And uh, so she she changed her name, or, or like went by her middle name, which was Stephanie. And I met her as Stephanie. 
and Stephanie started working, like Sam said, at the Emerald Whiskey Grill, and I was her trainer. And she was, she was a little cutie, right? Am I, am I mistaken on this? Like, not like hot, but like, she was cute. Yeah. <laughs> and she was very impressionable. Very impressionable. <laughs> she called people Paul heads, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if she came up with that, I would be very shocked. <laughs> Do man, I, have you ever heard anybody else say it? It has to be her own creation. After she said it, it, we all heard it. I heard lots of people say it for about two years. (laughs) Because we all made fun of her. Right. A lot. I never said that she was an intelligent young woman. She was not, by any means. She was lacking. Right. And uh, (laughs) so I bought her some flowers when I took her on our first date. So Clarence probably didn't do that, right? No. No? So she, she offered herself to me on our first date. And... I was uh, I was probably nineteen or twenty. Anyway, <laughs> I'm still living at home. You killed that shit like a banana. Go on. I'm I'm still living at home with my mother at this point in time. And so we're at we're at our house, and our stepfather Steve is out in the living room while I'm in my bedroom with a door shut. And I'm like, all right, here. So I turned up the TV really loud. <laughs> that just doesn't make sense in the long run, right? You're at not, the time, it made perfect sense. You're like, on I'm about to die, right? <laughs> Invite him. Just put a sign on the door. Step right in, please. Right. So I guess at some point in time, Steve left. An interesting fact about Neva slash Stephanie. Do you know this? <laughs> he does. He she, just can't remember. She has inverted nipples. She does. She does. <laughs> she has inverted nipples, and I mean that was as fascinating as boobs get. <laughs> I mean, right? We that was like the first time you saw boobs. Right. And then it's like, you're like, there's what? boobs plus two, you know? Because there's more to it. It's like, not only are there boobs, you get this weird thing going on where you can... Can you bring them back in? Yeah, you try can. hard Absolutely. Enough? Yes, you can. And, uh, <laughs> I always wanted to know. I never so tried. Anyway, my stepfather left at some point in time, and there's nobody in the house but us, and that's when I hear somebody walking towards my door. And it was Michaela, who was, like, nine years old at this point in time. (laughs) And so, like, it's literally like you see on TV. I hear it coming, so I jump up, and I'm able to slam my foot down in front of the door just so it to stop the crack. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, do you know where mom is? I'm like, nope, no idea. Did you look outside? (laughs) And so, yeah, Kayla ruined the moment, and I didn't ever get to have sex with Neva. I, 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 didn't you did. I didn't think you did her. I was sitting there thinking this whole time. No, it was really close, and like we dated longer, and things like we definitely got more onto it. But it was weird because she totally offered herself up that first time after I gave her flowers, but took her on like probably two more dates and hung out with her six or seven times. And the furthest we got then was second base, which is play with the nipples. Yeah. Trust me. It's like you walk by and you see craters on your shirt and you're like, wow, is it cold in here? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. Your shirt sucks inward. (laughs) Anyway. Wow, your shirt has dimples. Is it cold or did you get stabbed? That's my story, guys. That's my story. (laughs) Oh. We know it's true. true It's totally true. I lie all the time, so I thought maybe Uh, So this week was all true? No, mine was not true. Uh, that was definitely. I didn't think that's how it went down, but I I, I didn't remember. So I no, I told this story for someone else. Uh, the story is true, just not about Clarence. Yeah, the down somewhere on me, and it was gross. <laughs> Next time, dude, just say I quit. <laughs> I don't know if you're if you're going out and you're upset at the place and you don't have never care. been a fan of going out with a bang. Don't give a shit. Don't eat raw meat. That was 
disgusting. Well, how Poop on you? the line or something. Don't <laughs> don't shove baloney in your have face. Have you guys ever there. quit a job like righteously like this? Piss in the baloney. You know? Ever? What the hell? Whip it up. I never have. No. Have you ever quit a job like in a righteous and, manner? Like walked out with a bird or whatever? Like the like, skin guy off of half baked? <laughs> uh, at one maybe. point in my career, I definitely. You drew your shirt at your ripped mom. Ripped off my shirt, threw it at my boss, and answered. Who was your box. mom? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't your mom at the time. It was Terry Sullivan. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was a horrible person. Yeah, and I was like, there was an order on the box waiting to be taken, and I was like, welcome to Sonic, fuck off, and then I left. But that was about the most <laughs> dramatic I had. That doesn't, I mean, you know, that's good. It's better than anything we have. Okay, we can get the more stories no, 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 next no. week. Well, wait, wait. And, and now I'm the manager of the same store. That we I have got. we have lots of stories we could go on and tell about crazy uh, shit that we did at our job. I'm gonna have to like write some. But we have a lot more to... podcasts to do. I know, but I want to tell you them all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so next, we want to bring you. I came up with the top five, and it kind yeah, of sucked. So, 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 so uh, uh, hey, wait, wait. If you guys are just tuning in for us, thanks for coming in, and we're gonna go and move into the magic content now. So check you later. Peace. This is Patrick Swayze, and you're listening to Raiders of the Fairies Puzzle Box. Roadhouse. <laughs> All right, top five was Sam's. Good on you. <laughs> really? It was. It was good on you. Uh, I, I came up with the top five, and it sucked. And it, and it, and while I think it did offer room, offer a lot of room for conversation and about magic and whatnot. Uh, I, I don't know. It kind of sucked. So we'll we'll briefly go through it, and then we have some other magic-based topics we want to talk about. Lots of happening in the magic community. And, and like we whatnot, to and titans everywhere and whatnot. We so. do want to get a little more into magic. We want to split it pretty much in half. I have so much to say, so right, much to so, share. So your five, man. Tell us what it is. Uh, well, my top five. I said the top five color combinations to use in standard and why. Like why? Why would these? I, I just wanted to hear why you would want to play these two colors together. What synergies they have, and you know why you think they were better than the others. Um, so that that's what I came up with. It is the gayest top five we've done. Really, letter J. No. <laughs> no, Sam's favorite creature, or Sam's favorite... Oh, yeah. Things okay. that amuse me. Cards that make Sam smile. Cards that amuse me was a good idea. No, it was horrible. <laughs> if I got to make them idea. all, then it would have went well. All right, so... so <laughs> <laughs> the top five. Um, Charlie, tell us a little bit about your magic history, man. Yeah, Charlie's played some magic in his um, I used to play magic a lot with these guys here. I actually used to make fun of them a lot, too, until they made me play. And then I got really into it. And then he got herpes, and we didn't want to play with him anymore. And someone stole all of my magic cards. Well, yeah, but I think it was before that that you kind of quit playing. It was. Not very long, though. Maybe less than a year. Five or six months before. Uh, I remember Charlie playing during the invasion block. Kind of seriously, because that's when he got some of the better cards. And he was playing some, uh, basically, the Nesper deck now. It was white, blue, black. And it had Absorb, and it had uh, Vindicate, and... Meddling Mage, yeah, Shadow yeah, Mage, Infiltrator. No, good shit. Yeah, it was a good deck. Remember I had Shadow Mage. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was a very good shit, type 2 deck, and it was oh, nice. That's cool. 
I just we don't found out, it. We found out months later that it actually belonged to this guy named Joe Todd. Who he still his... doesn't know this, though, so this might be like the disclosing oh, of the whole thing. I keep meaning to tell him anyway. His deck with this... It's not like... a good idea to tell him that. That made him fall out of magic, and he has like, a bunch of like sore memories about magic because all of his cards got jacked. You don't want to just go up to him like, oh, by the way, I know who did this. He'll probably shoot you. That guy's nuts. Charlie didn't I didn't him. do it. I bought... Okay, okay, I know Charlie didn't do it. I know, but still saying, anyway. I have information about this and I've had it for this many years, even though I talk to you on a somewhat regular basis. I know who did, too. I'm just... I'm not, anyway. Who did it? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know who did it. It was Austin. Austin? Not Austin. Uh, Opie. Opie, thank you. Opie stole I, the cards from Joe Todd and then sold them to... I had no idea. Honestly, didn't know that. Yeah. And I had no idea until I didn't way know after. Until, you know, he, like, he listened, like, right? You know what? Opie does, yeah. Yeah, you know that. Okay. I, I hope so. What's up, Opie? Yeah, absolutely. Still, still from Dave one day when I was with He you. doesn't go by Opie anymore. That's They're okay. just throwing it out there. I don't know. Dustin Jorgensen. Wow, look at you. So if you know this guy and you collect magic cards, don't lot. let him hang out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way. All right, so anyway, that's Charlie's history. Seriously? He had like this wow. really cool invasion deck. And he's always played casually with us when we said, hey, we got beer. Yeah, that's, that's true. A, it's a good way I to get me to do. He kind of fell out when we started getting more competitive and playing uh, type two and right, whatnot. Right. But I had a good black deck. Yeah, I played, <laughs> played a lot of black. <laughs> you played the Medusa card. What was it? Infernal Medusa. Infernal Medusa. Nightmares. Anything with death touch. Any kill creatures. Before it was Lots of producing creatures. The, the long and short of this, we're going to get back to Sam's colors now. Was the fact that Charlie doesn't know what standard is right now, so we gave him a top five list of. Girls I've messed around with and regret. <laughs> What's his top five list on that? And we're going to do two of ours, and then we'll do one of Charlie's, and we'll wrap it up with that, and then we'll talk about some other stuff. Sam, was your topic, man? Take us off. Uh, well, uh, I think right now, in the current standard, the best thing you could do is play five colors. Hear me out. No Imagine talking. playing... No, no, really, hear me out. <laughs> Imagine playing... Anyways, my top five. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting for someone to do something. Okay, all five Titans, and then like a shit ton of Planeswalkers. You could play a Johnny Vengeant, Elspeth, Gideon, uh, Sarkin, either or. And then, of course, you know, you got the, the Jace package. Uh, Chan- I don't think Chandra and Alara or Blaze would fit, but you could just totally nail it down. And just a little bit of ramp to get there. Sure, man. I think it would be awesome. I think all five colors. So why have you not called me on the say, hey, let's build this deck? Because we don't have all the Titans. Trust me, why do you think I keep saying the only reason we need to keep getting him 11 is because I want the Titans? I'm telling you, man, I'm not going to crack packs for Titans when I discuss this. The, the, the best card. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> crack packs for crap that we have tons of. Yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this either, but that's, I'm saying that's the one thing that I want from him sure. 11 is yeah. Titans. Absolutely. Okay, so that's your number one? Yeah, no, that's, or that's number fun. five, if you will. Okay. Uh, my my number my number two or number four, if you will. Uh, I, I will. I really I like will. the rug deck, and it's been making a lot of uh, showings in, in the deck. top eight rug deck. Red, blue, black. Red, oh. blue, black. Red, blue, black. Red, maybe blue, you black. Say that. <laughs> What's the rug well, deck, man? Or maybe you could call it Grixis Galaxy. Oh, I could have said bug. Or Grixis because that's black what it's deep. called. Okay, whatever. Grixis. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, it totally is. Awesome. Grixis. High five. <laughs> um, I re- <laughs> the reason it's making showings right now is because of the Titans, obviously. Uh, 
Are you just going to keep coming back to that? Well, no, I, I can't help it. That's what's going on in Standard. The Titans are running rampant. Show me a top eight without a Titan. remember the Titans. Fucking remember the Titans. Always remember the Titans. But it's funny, a Grave Titan, the only black one, he hasn't been making a showing. He's been segregated. Uh, <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. Let's go on to uh, black-white. I, I really think black black is a very strong color right now, and as is white, I think that the, the right combination right now, taking the two strongest colors that, that are stand-alone the best right now, and I think you could really come up with something good there. Uh, I want to see Sun Titan bringing back <laughs> Liliana's Spectre or something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and then my number two uh, is Blue-Red. Blue-Red counter-burn. Is right now, there's lots of good counter and lots of good burn. And there was one, there was one blue red deck that I saw in a PTQ top eight. But outside of that, colors, but when you combine the colors like you're doing, there's an actual name for them. What was the guild? What was the blue red? Oh, guild? I, I could say Boros. I is guess. it? Is it? You could definitely say is it. Is it? I'm sorry. Is it? I had a hair on my neck. And then my number one uh, is blue green. Blue green. I did. Simic. Simic. Okay, whatever, guys. This game. Whatever. <laughs> I knew that. <clears throat> uh, turbo land for the win, if you will. Okay. Do you want to run through yours real fast, man? Yeah, I will. Uh, my honorable mention is uh, Bam. Mythic is still really good. And but next level, but next level Bam's kind of fell out of the picture, but Mythic's still there. I'm just saying, it's it's good colors. Uh, my number five is blue white or Azurius for. Uh, Blue Eye Control is a really good deck. Uh, my number four is Grixis because I want Grixis Control to work, and with Mana Leap back, it just might. So we got first place in the type of PTQ with uh, Grixis. Uh, my number three is Jund because well, there's this deck called Jund. It's still all over the place. It's still everywhere. It's, it's solid. Yeah, it's, it's got a perfect it's curve. It's proven. I mean, it's it's it has a great deck. All the removal you could ever want and hope for. Right. It's My number two card. is. Uh, oh man. You have written down red green. Yeah, I know. I was trying to think of the name, not to upset Josh. Oh, I'm not going to upset me, man. Gruel. Gruel. Is that right? No. no. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Black red is gruel, dude. No, no. gruel was. That bore, bore, no. Green red was. Oh man. Maybe it was Google. No. I know it had Google cards. I didn't really it, play during Ravnica, so. Yeah, I don't remember either. Okay, let's let's move on. We're, we're right. totally stalling. Red on green this. because it's, uh, it's so boring uh, because of uh, Titan Force, whatever that deck's called, Destructive Force. With Primeval Titan is awesome. And have you seen Volcanic Ultimatum in those list too? Four ofs? No, because that would be John Colors. Yeah, but trust me, it's there. I'll try to bring up a Titan Force list for you. Okay. Anyways, since we're doing my deck, I'll go ahead and finish. Or my list, I'll go ahead and finish. Good job. And uh, my number one is Red Black. There you go. What's that called? <laughs> red Black. Red Black. It's Red Black. Ragdos? Ragdos. And it's really, like, Red Deck wins with a splash of light is amazing. Play Sarkin, people. He's fun. And lonely. Hey, right, Charlie, tell us about some chicks. How long would be worth more money? All right, these are the top five <laughs> chicks Charlie regrets hooking up with, or at least messing around with. My uh, current would probably be this son. 
Which girl name? Five? Shelby. Man, uh, two. <laughs> it's not like I met her and hooked up with her. I actually called her because someone gave me her number <laughs> for the reason of getting laid that night. Who was that person? Uh, that would be Clarence. <laughs> Damn it. Quote unquote helped me out, I guess you could say. Or did you, you know, a wing what did you what did you want? Or a delivery meal. What did you want? I needed to get laid. And what did you do? Got laid. Alright. So what would you call him? Would you call him the delivery guy? <laughs> uh I think Beel- No, he would call me an asshole. Beelzebub <laughs> comes to mind. <laughs> I don't know Shelby. Tell us a little bit about Shelby, man. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Let's go on to number four. Alright, number four, um Margot Griffith. <laughs> oh Dude, she was so cool though. <laughs> Isn't she a lesbian? Uh no, that's a that's a rumor. That's a rumor too. <laughs> Actually, they all have been <laughs> for a little bit. Who knows? Um, wait, 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 I'm, I'm really good friends with both of her younger sisters, so that whole situation was a little awkward. Are they aware you did her sister? Oh yeah. Okay. They heard. Really started some arguments. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that went on longer than it should have, and was really bad when I ended it. So regret that. Um, number three is going to be uh, Becca, which would be my son's mother. <laughs> and I don't regret being with her and creating my son. I love my son. I regret hooking up with her when my son was four that one time. And, you know, that's just a bad idea. It was <coughs> even less fun than the first time. <laughs> now, <coughs> there's a little backstory to you and your son. I hope so. Well, yeah. <laughs> what I mean is, like, wasn't he? Didn't he used to be your sperm? <laughs> no. What I'm, what I'm saying is, like, weren't you dating a no, no. girl? And he didn't even. Really, he didn't know. I, I was okay. Me and Becca split up, and then seven months later, I get a phone call from Becca telling me that she's seven months pregnant. She's not sure if it's mine. I'm a little upset with her, so I say, fine. You get me paperwork, and we'll do a blood test, and we'll get this figured out. I'll talk to you later. Bye. A year and a half later, I finally get the paperwork. It's three months after my son's first birthday. I finally find out that I have a son who's already a year old. Missed out on everything in the first year. But, ever since that day, I've had full custody of him. Right. Which is very cool. It's like how we all met him. What I was going to get to, too, is I remember right when you found out, you told us his name, and you're like, listen to what she named him. Dragon Lestat Dom Larky. I like the first name. He doesn't really use the uh, Dom, at least not at my house. Uh, and Larky's gone. Yeah. It's Dodson it's now. Dodson now. I fixed that problem. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that's your number three. Tell us about number two, man, because that's getting pretty good in number three. Mary Wood. <laughs> <laughs> no. I remember that. Why do you regret it? Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I was doing a lot, of, a lot more than usual of drinking at the time. I apparently got a little <clears throat> emotional, too. Kind of got... 
That never happens with you, Charlie. No. Oh, I know. That was the poker night, right? Am I right? Yeah. That was the poker night. was the first night. Oh, the first <laughs> night. And the great thing about Mary Wood right at this point in time is that uh, she's dating this guy named Chad. No, she's not. At that time? She's, oh, yeah, at that time. <laughs> at that time, yes. She's married now. Yeah, I know. To Chad? No. Really? To Tyler Matlock. Oh, my goodness. That's a great combo. It's awesome. Wow. Anyway, you don't know these people. You don't know this. Anyway, Mary... So why did you regret it? Well, hang on. I got a little thing. Mary actually um, was dating this guy named Chad, and I'm friends with this guy named Chad, and we go play uh, frisbee golf every once in a while together. And he's like, I really think Mary's cheating on me. I'm like, oh my god, I thought... You, in my head, this is what I'm thinking. I thought you guys had broken up. Charlie's fucking her this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Sex with her I thought they'd time. broken up, too. <laughs> right, and then I'm like, oh my gosh. Like... And I was like, if it comes down to it, and they start fighting, who do I help? <laughs> you know? And I was like, I think I gotta help Charlie. Yeah, definitely. I've known him way longer. Man, that sucks. I like playing Frisbee golf with Chad. <laughs> so, yeah, I regret it just because it was kind of completely fruitless and just a waste of my time. <laughs> um, we're gonna get to my number one, and I really wish that I had a name for you here. Oh, but I don't. <laughs> This one goes out to all the ladies, if you know what I mean, and I don't remember you. You could be on this list. Including the one from the story at the beginning of the cast. Sorry! Um, <laughs> I was at the Frizz, which is the October Frizz in Winfield. It's a week-long disc golf tournament. More appropriately, a week-long party where we play disc golf. And they say the same thing about Star Trek visions. Go on. So I get completely disheveled, I guess. I, I couldn't say... You told us to track again. <laughs> I, I couldn't say drunk because it wasn't just drunk. I was... You've done you know, a lot of I was, I was doing good. I was entertaining myself that night by walking right. through everyone's campfire. Sure. Oh. This girl's hanging out and following me around. She's 18. Wait, did you just do air quotes? No, I was just okay. pointing. Okay, so I want to make sure. She was 18, air quotes. <laughs> as far as I know, she was 18. Anyway. Later on, I found out she's 11. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Like, apparently I made out with her all night long. I go back to my Paps Blue Ribbon tent. Here we are. For the win. And, uh, I wake up the next morning, and I crawled out of my sleeping bag, got dressed, and left and went and played my first round of golf. Came back, and she's all like, how did my hoodie get in your tent? And everyone else at the campsite's like, shut up, you know exactly how your hoodie got in his tent. That's the only thing I said to her the rest of the time. I didn't speak to her again. I didn't even make eye contact. It was an awkward situation. A little bit regrettable. Nice, man. <coughs> you know, as far as stuff goes, maybe we should be more chicks. Just saying. I agree. We should always do more chicks. We're going to have more chicks to do. Speaking of, of regrettable chicks, guess who came into Sonic the other day? Katie Kempnich. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, 
Remember when she used to be this big? She's like quadrupled. This she time. is ginormous. Like, it's like she was like, like, oh my she, god, like, she's fat. It's like <laughs> it's like she spliced herself and then stopped. joined my, back together at the hips. My truck of an ex-wife was like, oh my god, she's fat. Yeah, it's crazy. She, she works at the bank. She takes up the whole window. I thought she just got bit by a bumblebee. I, I don't know. <laughs> she might have. You drive through the drive through you look over there, all you see is a shoulder in each frame of the window. I've got a deck list I want to talk about. No, no, no. Ah, we could, Josh has a top five list. Oh, that's... Do. Okay, we can do that. Of color combinations. Here we go. Here's, my, here's my color combinations. Are you ready? Nothing. I'm not going to do it. We're going to go ahead and move into a deck list. No, do it. No, it's, it's dumb. It really is. So we're just going to skip it. Said the whole time I was doing it. Except when Sam was doing it. That was the worst time. We're going to go into the FNM we just played in this last week and how we did. Sam, how did you do at FNM this last week? I didn't do horrible. I probably could have done a lot better, but we won't get into that particular. I did a tight. I tied for eighth place with six other people, and then tiebreakers did not give me the seventh or eighth place spot in the top eight. So that that's how I did. I went two and two. Uh, first two rounds I played Jund and that thing, and that's why I lost. Uh, going on, uh, I played a uh, red black build that I really I, I centered around Sark and the Mad and fleeing and Act of Treason, and I really just wanted to take people's stuff and kill it. And then I played like four Hell Spark Elementals, four Hell's Thunder, four Ball Lightnings, three Lightning Bolts, three Flame Slash. I actually have the list. Right. Well, you don't have to read the whole list, man. I just want to like. I just want to make sure I hit the key. Key you did. components. You said flame slash. And blame. I said flame. Hey, flame slash worked wonderful. Yeah, in case you shouldn't catch that and Sam was saying it too fast. You played flame slash in his main deck. I did. There was flame slash, and it was amazing. It performed exactly like I wanted to. I played three Sarkins, and then I had two Ember Haulers, three Terminates. Uh, yeah, that that was it, and uh, and Blightning. Josh had added three Blightnings to the deck. And that, that actually did pretty well for me every time I got it. Thank uh, you, Josh. Uh, but yeah, I was. I felt like I was really stuck on three man a lot of times. I should have won the jump matchups. I actually, I think I should have performed a lot better. But you know, shit happens. It's not the first time. I'm just saying say that. Did you say Josh had a lightning to that deck for you? Yeah, I know. When so I, you I, I really did. I should have played. I should have <laughs> had lightning in my build. But when I wrote it out, I seriously forgot all about lightning. It was not at all what I was wanting to do with the deck or anything. But it's just a great card. And if you're playing the colors, why would you play it? Read, try, if you don't know what it is, read it. It's right there. Read it lightning out Lightning deals three damage to target player. That player discards two cards. For one colorless, one red, one black. Sorcery. Not too bad. Good sorcery card. It's a, it's a great card. I should have had it in the deck, so like, I, I did appreciate that. I did appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, th- th- that was it. I, I, we I, went, th- there was 20-some people at the FNM. It was amazing. Yeah. Josh, how did you do at the FNM? Well, briefly, I wanted to say that, yeah, Sam's got a point. Like There was months, about six months ago, where we were getting six and seven and not being able to play a sanctioned tournament. And... Uh, now we're getting like 20, so we feel like the community's growing. I got first place at this week's FNM, though. And I played a black and... Played Parasite. I played a black and red deck. <laughs> you played Parasite. <clears throat> you fucking played Parasite. What? You guys see Parasite? He didn't play Parasite. I've been telling everybody this. I didn't know he had taken it out of the deck. He's 
Got anyway. this right here to preview Rome. I, I know. I can see it. There's no parasite. I didn't play him all so night. I took first. We played four rounds. I, I went undefeated throughout the entire tournament. And um, Well, tell us what you played with. All right. So, it's a black and red deck. It doesn't uh, I play with four main fire border posts. That's the black red one. And that's to give me a red black and also to give me an artifact because one of my three drops is... Somebody help me on that first part. Psychatory Lich. Psychatory Lich. Three black for right. five five. That's that's not a psychatory at all. It's phylactory. Phylactory. Phylactory Lich. Phylactory. That's a perfect. That's how I've heard him say it all by. So we'll go with that. Three black for a five five, and he's indestructible. When he comes into play, you put like some kind of a counter. A phylactory counter. Yes, on a target artifact, and if that artifact goes away, so does the Lich. Otherwise, he's indestructible. Right, he's indestructible five five, which essentially is an, uh, is a wall with teeth. He just sits there and blocks and blocks, so it slows you down on the quicker creatures, especially against red deck and against uh, Jund. You know, other and yeah, it doesn't matter. Like Jund plays all this hasty stuff that's you know four or five powers, and they have no way to destroy Flactory, yeah, or Flactory Lich, other than Maelstrom Pulse, they can destroy the artifact, and. Uh, so it's the only way to get rid of that. <clears throat> so I can put a counter on my Vainfire Border Post, or I can put a counter on Fauna Mythos, Temple Bell, or Howling Mine. We're playing four Howling Mines, two Temple Bells, and three Fauna Mythos. It's really close to the package that the Rune Flare Trap deck runs, and I felt that it was good because this will do two things. It's going to help me win because I'm also playing Underworld Dreams, with, which is three black, and it's uh, an enchantment that says every time a player draws a card, you, they get one point of damage. So it says damage, so you can deal to their planeswalkers or directly to them. So on turn two, you're playing Howling Mine, and then hopefully on turn three, you're dropping Underworld Dreams, and starting from there, they're taking two damage. And to round out the package, I played a couple creatures I thought could help against maybe a quicker matchup that I wasn't doing so well on, which is Vampire Nighthawk, who sits there, you know, blocks and gains life. So he provides you basically gives you more time to set up a one-turn win. <clears throat> because after that, you're also playing Gatekeeper, which is, I think, the best removal spell in standard. It, it's up there. Just because it's also a 2-2. And when he comes into play... You can't say it's the best, uh, Target, best removal spell in standard? Yeah, see him great Titan. When you play <laughs> if you can cast Sam him... Sam and he has Noble Hierarchs, okay. Paradise. It's just, it's my opinion. Um, it, it, he's, he's, he's up there. Turbidate's probably the best right now, dude. Just as a one of them, playing Soren Markov, and it's just also to gain life and maybe as another win condition, just in case stuff happens that you didn't predict, which we all know does. Um, Alright, so with the Underworld Dreams, I also have uh, Liliana's Caress, and it's the new upgraded maker. I'm playing four Underworld Dreams and four Liliana's Caress, <coughs> and... Yep, it's it's pretty good, and we all. I think it's not really a big secret about burning inquiry. Uh, one red, and it makes you draw three cards. It makes you discard three cards. When you play burning inquiry with those two on the board, you're dealing nine damage, and you're doing it as a sorcery. So you're going to say in my turn if that's all you do. And as soon as it goes to their turn, it's ten damage. That's half of what they start out with, with one red sorcery on turn three or four. The lightning on the other hand. <clears throat> I also have Blinding. 
which doesn't do as much damage, but everybody knows the, the toughness of that, you know. Eventually you're doing 7 damage because of the 3 damage from the Blighting, and if you have Liliana's Caress out, just one of them, you're going to be doing 7. 2 life for each card discarded. Um, in my sideboard, which I would change now, uh, I'm running 2... It, it's right there in front of you. Yeah, crap. <laughs> no, that's just my main deck. Uh, what is it called? Smother. Oh, there it is. That's all. It's, it's running two Smother, four Terminates, as uh, just more of a removal package. And normally I take out the uh, Vampire Nighthawk and the uh, Gatekeeper. <coughs> um, and Soren Markov, just because you want to get things out quicker and you want to be able to kill things. <coughs> so I can board in up to ten, I can board in ten removal spells main deck, and that's pretty hardcore, especially when you're playing something like the Lich that can sit there and block. Um, and then I have four Duresses, also just to come in against Control, to uh, rid them of whatever make, you know, stop me from playing an enchantment. Do you make him discard Jason Mind Sculptor? Uh, no. No, you don't, because it's really good when you have main deck Underworld Dreams. Jason Mind Sculptor, they activate the Brainstorm ability, and then they're like, oh, I gotta take three. Also put in Anna the Mancer, or Anthomancer, as it's mostly common now. Um, Anna the Mancer. Anna the Mancer. Um, against the control matchup also. And that was, that's one of the things I think I would change against the control matchup, just because in the control matchup, it's maybe getting you three points of damage. And maybe they can't stop the, the buyback of seven. Maybe they don't see the three coming. Yeah, the buyback sometimes will just be a finisher because they don't see it coming. What's that ability is definitely called on Earth. Thank you. I was going to ask you that. I, you know what I meant. Pretty sure the listeners did too, man. Yeah, yeah whatever. All right, so it's been called many things. I'm also running two Honey Neckos in the board, and that again was also against the control, you know, or maybe even John. I kind of. I don't know. It's amazing. Against when you them. see people throwing a lot of cards in your graveyard, you always think, I have Honey Neckos on my board. And the great thing about Honey Neckos is that it also gets rid of the non-basic land. And John plays a, lot, a couple of those. So. Anyway. Um, Alright, so you guys see the list. What would you do different? I'd play Parasite. Josh originally built this as a Keteric Parasite deck that he's uh, historically been known to play and he's taken down an FNM with before. Uh, but as he learned, it it, it kind of slowed him down. No, I don't think it slowed you down. You just thought, just well, shit, there's so better fragile. cards. And it's just it's so much easier to cast triple black than to have to try to get a red permanent in play and keep a 1-1 one, one alive. Uh, very true, very true. I don't know that there'd be much I'd change. It, it's so scary looking at four Underworld Dreams main deck. It's just kind of like, that, that can't be good. That can't be good. But, I mean, I guess if you're running the... Uh, Artifacts you are. I mean, why not? It's, it seems like such a classic failed combo, you know? Right. Well, the, the point of it is but to it find like a, a, it does, I a guess. card that has a super powerful ability. Burning but it has Quarry a, just makes all this yeah, good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what, it has a super powerful ability, but it has also a bad drawback. If you can somehow find a way to cancel that drawback, then you can break a card. I think I think the only thing you should be worried about is like negate, because no one's going to be mana leaking Burning Inquiry. You know, right? Otherwise, it's just you win. That's, that's how I would have played the me. fourth lich. You think you would have played one more lich? Yeah, I think I would have done three and three on the nighthawk and the gatekeeper, and then run the fourth. I don't lich. know if I said it. I'm running four howling mines, two temple bells, and three flat mythos, along with a four border post. So I, have, uh, I always, mm. usually on turn three, have one artifact to play, if not more. I think you should run Voltaic key. 
Why? I don't know. It's it's such a good card. There's stupid. no good targets for it. I want Voltaiki to be. I mean, it, it's what? classically so good. It, I don't. I know you don't not, have any. Not in my deck, and that's what we're talking about. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so why isn't it good? What would you change? I know. I, I I don't. I don't think I would change anything. I really like it. I I would. I want to see Mind Shatter though. I really do. But I just don't know where I would fit it in at. Maybe take out the one Sauron and put in one Mind Shatter. Yeah, no, it's funny. I don't. Yeah, I, think I don't I'd think I'd take out the Sauron Markov because it's a it's an alternate win condition. It really is. But I think maybe one less voter post. I no, think I put because it in because it You would still have Fuck twelve yeah, artifacts. And I think that one mind shatter. Oh, and your your land count. You have like all basic swamps. Um, almost all. No, no, it's mine's, mine's sludge wouldn't work. Um, well, okay. If I was changing the deck, and yeah. I, if I had the cards that I would have used them, I would have used uh, Grey School Summits and Dragon School Summits. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's cool. I should have just played that Naya deck. <laughs> Dragon School. Sam was playing Black Red, and he was using our Dragon School. I really wanted. I had just got all the cards to play Naya Shaman, sorry, and man, I wanted to play it, but I didn't have time to build it. You so needed whatever. more than I did. I took it down with. A, from yeah, it turns out it worked all right. Acrom Refuge. Acrom Refuge and Savage Lands. But uh, yeah, I would use the Dragon Skull Summit and also I, I would go ahead and keep the Acrom Refuges in them just because they, a lot of games. Yeah, they nice. worked fine for me too. I used them as well. Um, yeah. Uh, but Mind Shatter is something there? that looks that well, would you they could have won you games too. Yeah, totally. Sam says he would take a Sorn. You say not but, to. But, you know, you I don't even feel comfortable doing that. I think that. I would take out one border post. Because you would still have 12 artifacts. I like the border post. Because it's kind of it's kind of ramp for his deck. It's extra mana to fuel the, the mind shatter. But it's never ramp. Else. He doesn't ramp with it. He returns a land. Like, you, did you, you ever cast a border But it's just, it's just more mana available for post. him. It's more <laughs> mana available for him, though, in his deck, is what I'm saying, to fuel the mind shatter, ultimately. Yeah, I kind of get that. But uh, I also, I didn't, I counted the border post as, I counted four of them as three lands when I built the deck. I see. So, it is a mana source. It is something I am counting on as far as my mana count. But well, uh, I want to see Megram in there as well. Well, see, that's something else. I was gonna, I was gonna let you guys. Mm, that's overkill. I, it really is, but you know, there was the there was a top eight showing in a PTQ with dueling Megrams where they played four Liliana's Crest and four Megrams. It was very similar to Spill, but very, very different. Oh. <laughs> that was something or, I was going to say. Where you say silly stuff? It's, it's like draw and discard, draw, discard, draw, discard. Scepter of Fugue. What about, what do you, how do you feel about that? See, I thought about that actually. Um, here's, and here's, you know, you said, you, I've heard of the Magrim deck, or at least I knew that a, at least a casual one was in existence. I didn't know something I'd actually determined. I don't remember. There's lots of PTQs. Um, actually? And here's what I, I don't like about the Magrim deck. I never did or going more heavy with the Megram, with Liliana's Crest, is that you're trying to force people to discard, which means you have to build more of your deck around discarding, which isn't necessarily good. Everybody wants to draw a card. When you cast a Hallie Mine on turn two, a lot of people aren't going to stop you. Yeah. You know, they're not going to do anything about that. And then on turn three, you're casting in the World Dreams, and by then you're, you're casting your Temple Bells. And drawing cards, people are one and want to do so. If you cast a Fundamentos, people aren't going to go to it. And not to mention, everybody has to draw. So... When I get Thunder World Dreams down, I want to focus more on the damage part of drawing because everybody has to draw. You can't always have a spell or something that makes you have to discard. So this is a constant, at least one point of turn damage, as opposed to the alternative. 
How do you feel about Elixir of I Immortality? With, I played with Underworld Dreams when I played. I, it is a good card, in my opinion. When I knew it's what was going on good. in this yeah, community, Underworld Dreams has always been good. That's why they brought it back. It, it's been back for a while. It just hasn't got any love in many years. Um, anything I else like you guys to see the new with? card, though. That makes me feel good. <laughs> is that it? I, I have no more input. Clarence, anything else about Josh's deck that he's really proud of here? No, I just want to talk about it. You're it's proud true. of your deck. I am proud of it, yeah. He, he got I first it, place. I got first place, but I also... You'd be proud of yours if you didn't lose. <laughs> I built it I built That's it the afternoon of. One. I built it the afternoon of the afternoon. And I don't know. What I would change is I found myself boarding in the Terminates and the Smothers quite a bit. And so people play with lots of creatures. I think I would take out the Nighthawks and add in Terminates, and I'd probably go ahead and take out the Sworn and add in um, probably Smother. Just so well, see the thing about that is you're saying you'll take out Nighthawks for Terminates, but Nighthawks have Death Touch, right? So well, they're I'm removal as well position. as gain two life. I'm saying I'd probably switch position. How would you feel about changing out the Nighthawks for Basilisk Callers? They would work well with your Liches, and they would work well on your Liches. Because you, I don't know. Because you'd have to have it's a creature a out, and if you're taking out one creature, that's all you're leaving with two. So okay, here's uh, I it's made a mistake. The dueling Megrims deck that I was referring to is actually in a top eight at a nationals, okay. uh, France nationals. That's we don't care about the French. Well, uh, that, that's a lot bigger than a PTQ. I mean, that says something more about it than a top eighting at a PTQ. I, I think, don't know what they're doing. in yeah, my opinion, that is pretty cool. Um, so I'd add in a little more spot kill, personally. That's probably about it, though. He used the four Cresses, four Megrims, two Burst Lightnings, four Lightning Bolts, four Stagger Shocks. This sounds more like Burn than Discard. Sounds like a Burn deck four, to me. Four Blightnings, four Burning Inquiries, two Diabolic Hooters, uh, three Inquisitions, one Mine Rot, which is really, seems awkward. That's... Uh, four Sign and Blood, and then that's it. So he was only using lightning, burning, and inquiry, and then the one mine rot. This card, a lot of burn. But, but then with eight things, sign and blood is something I never thought of too. Really, when I made this deck, sign and blood would be really good in that deck, right? Because with an underworld dreams out, you're going to do four damage to them, which is like a kill spell, basically. I like for it too. I do like that. Trade out two lightnings for two sign of bloods. No, lightning <laughs> does seven no, damage. No, no. Probably the gatekeepers, maybe. <laughs> But Sun and Blood also, I don't know, it's versatile. Because if you don't have out the Underworld Dreams, you can always target yourself. To find the Underworld Dreams. Yep. Yeah, it's it's hard to argue. Right, anything else you guys do want to talk about with this deck? It, it's weird to see a red deck with no no Burst Lightning, no Bolts, or anything like that. But that's cool. It's very cool. I like Burning Inquiry. Burning, um, you think that we'll eventually see Burning Inquiry dot deck? <laughs> Well, also, it's an instant. A lot of this stuff rotates out. Uh, does Bernie and Craig go away? I will say uh, this guy uh, ran Blood Tide on his sideboard, which is... I like Blood Tide. Three colors and a black sorcery. Each play, each opponent loses three life. You gain life for each all life lost this way. It's really weird to me. What, what is it? You do three damage and you gain three life and it costs four. And that says just three a sorcery? Black. I, yep. think, I, I don't know if it's a sorcery or instant. It doesn't do anything sorcery. else? It doesn't like bounce nope. back or anything? No, nope. nope. that's it. Wow, that's really shitty. I don't know why I used it. But just yep. like i doing all this Goblin Outlander as a thought. What is it? It's Goblin like Outlander is 2 for 2, 2 pro white. Pro white. 
Yeah. Uh, he ran an Athamancer. What did he do his Black Knight then? He had one Black Knight. Black Knight for a white. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, I like Black Knight much better. And then he did run two Athamancers and two Earthquakes. Cool. Earthquake something I didn't think. I should have used Earthquake on my board. That would have been amazing. in Finland. Finland, France, whatever. No, no that's since, way since there's a big difference. Wait, Charlie, you only say that because of the drinking age. No, I <laughs> say that because France sucks. I've been there. Indeed. It sucks. Indeed. <laughs> well, so, you guys want to talk about my black deck? No. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about what wants to talk about. Okay, oh, yeah, so yeah. Grand Prix Columbus ended yesterday, and Fish won. Tomoharu Saito playing Merfolk. Good job. But as a tournament, there was a situation that hasn't been confirmed yet, but I want to talk about it anyways. So, Drew Levin and Craig Wesco were paired in the in round 16. And if Levin won, he, w- he potentially would have been in the top eight. Well, he won the match. After winning, he said, I just won a 50-1 to one bet that I would make top eight. When he said that, Wesco called the judge and told him what he said, and the judge disqualified Levin for betting on the outcome of a tournament. So... The guy was like... Who does Craig Wesco write for? Is it Star City? I don't know. I do know him, though. I do recognize the name. He writes for Chilla Fireball, Star City, or TCG player. Give me a second. I'll figure it out. Alright, so... Craig Wesco is a known pro of the Magic community, and he knows the rules. But... Why would you do that? Why would you say that? You know like how strict they've become about the gambling and stuff recently. Because I mean, you're excited and it doesn't... It seems harmless, and you don't think that your opponent would call... Over, not to mention that you would lose the match. He is making a big fuss about nothing, don't get me wrong. And you get but no, no but you should know that people are going to like take advantage. I mean, we're talking... What, what did you in say? That it was big a GP? Of a, yeah, it was a GP. In that big of a tournament, you, you don't want to put yourself in a position to fuck yourself. No, I know Marshall and Ryan would immediately bring up like a, like a large-scale pro poker tournament... With the shit like that can't go on either. Okay. You, know? yeah, so well, you were to mention it there, you know, every person at that table would be ready to freaking knife you with that. So I guess why would that people be that way? There's plenty at stake here. My question for, okay, so if you're Craig, do you call the judge? Your opponent says this to you, Sam, would you call the judge? Yeah, Craig Rasko writes for Star City Games. I'm sorry. Uh, would I call the judge? Yeah, yeah, I would, actually. If I thought there was a potential that I could get a win off of that put me in the top eight, yeah, I think I would. Unless it was against so what, yeah, someone from our own magic community. Okay, Craig West goes on. Uh, if it was in a Friday night, night, if it was in a Friday night magic, no. no. If it was, if there wasn't money at stake, no, I'm not listed in the bay. I think he finished 12. So he didn't even make it. Like, he did this, and he, like, he did it to butcher him, not to. Further himself. He did it to further himself. Just to scout because, that guy. Because, from my understanding, Levin still got the win and then got disqualified. No, no, that's what we're saying is that the guy that called the judge um, had a chance to top eight and knew that if he won, he could make it, but he didn't. So he was under the impression that doing this would get him in. He got fourth at PT San Diego. Who? Craig Wesco. Pretty sweet. What about I'm you? Just saying. Would you? He, he scouted no, not at the GP. No, like money on the line, like Sam's talking. I about. would. He scouted the other guy intentionally, tried to screw somebody over, and totally be- screwed 
like didn't get anything out of the deal. Yes, I would be upset that I lost. Yes, but no, he didn't I know that. He assumed that he would. Over. And he probably you would call a judge on no, that. No, not at all. Okay, I, because he probably didn't even you, have a bet. He was probably just like, man, they were fifty to one odds. Well, that, that's something I wanted to bring up when I said that. Yeah, I, I probably would too at that situation, and only in that situation. At a GP, yeah, where there's money at stake. It, and that's if I thought of it. But here's, that's the point. Don't think I would have thought of it. Because you know what? If somebody says that that's to me true in casual conversation, I'm not going to think of it. I'm, I ju- I'm just not a cutthroat player. I mean, that's probably why I will never be, you know, I, a cutthroat player. I'm not either, so I probably would have thought they called the judge. Right, that's either. not something that's coming to my head when someone says, I just would have been thinking about it. I'd probably be like, awesome, way to go, man. Right. That's my personality. That's my character, and I would be like, "Can I get him on that?" I want, and what I'm thinking <laughs> is too late for me to cast my. We, I agree with him. I think it's pretty badass. This guy called it, even though it seems kind of douchey, because he thought he had a chance of making it to the top eight, and that was a very clever play of him. And not, I mean, under, underhanded, and, yeah, underhanded, and maybe a little sneaky. And maybe. like I said, I would never maybe. do it. It, it's, but it's, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not that person. I'm not. It was that. the same deal as like the Esper chart controversy. It was just like, what, w- would you do this to further yourself in a Grand Prix, Grand Prix situation or Pro Tour, Grand Prix or Pro Tour? I put everything it's else like aside. Ice Maybe if it was like in the final rounds of a PTQ, but otherwise, no, not even a P, not even a PTQ. But like when when there's what was it? Not Tanya, even a 5K. Tanya Harding. <laughs> so, so your character is worth money. I don't think it's your characteristic, but if Josh said, I probably would not have even thought the call. That's what I'm saying. I, I probably would have been like, it's, shit, I should buy I you a beer. That, okay, I don't think to him, or at least that type of person, that Should it's about character, it's just about competition. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's... A, you know, they're not. He's, he wasn't doing it to be underhand, he was doing it as if playing a counterspell. <laughs> you know, just something that you had in your artillery that, you know... You won, and you found a loophole. You found a way out. It's probably happened a lot more than we're aware of, especially in the past before we had no, that. No, totally, man. I would never do it. It seems really douchey, and it is really douchey. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, if if I heard a story of somebody doing this at a PTQ, I I would probably want to find that guy so I could talk to him alone in a closet with a baseball bat. <laughs> I just don't. I, I don't. I've I've only called judges for card rulings. So right. I don't. You've never called a penalty on somebody like an iffy one, like no. even an obvious one. Like, no, because like the judge needs to know about this. Well, no, no, no. He's not because he's never. I've never had that situation come about. Okay. The only and because one time I was playing, I had a, uh, I had two cards in my hand, and I announced uh, demigod of revenge, tapped five mana. And laid down the wrong card. I don't remember what the card was. That's just revealing a card that would have been a warning. That's like, not a big deal. Right, I got a warning, but the guy called the judge and we had to go. I mean, it was just stupid. It took 20 minutes for me to play Demi Got of Revenge. Because the guy you was. revealed like, the wrong card and right, he wants to stick to the rules. Right. No, I, I don't think this guy was trying to just, just stick to the rules. Was okay, it? I was, he was kind of. He was really trying that I didn't play Demi God because it would have oh, killed him. That's right. It was a killing move. And so, yeah, the guy tried to take the advantage that he could get. I see. How so did you feel? How did you feel about that when he did? I, you won, so you probably didn't. No, no. When he called Judge and he told him why, how did you feel? I just was like, really? Whatever. So what were you like, yeah, that's a little douchey? Were you yeah. worried that you might lose the match? No. no. I was worried that I would 
do it again at some point later. <coughs> get another get warning. Another warning and then lose a game. But yeah. there's no advantage to revealing a card from your hand. There's no advantage to that. Well, no, he tapped mana and he played so hard. He saw they were saying, and the mana fit the card. Uh, no, it was too much mana for the card, so he was trying to get me to force take me to play burn. the card and take mana burn because this was back before the mana burn rule. Okay. They ended mana burn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charlie, guess what? No what more mana know? burn. <laughs> um, well... Sam, is it, have you ever made a judge call? Like, did you ever call a judge over for a, a really close I, question? I've never called a judge, show, a judge over because my, uh, something my opponent has done, like, intentionally wrong or anything. Mm-hmm. I've called judges over uh, just to touch them before. Like, one time I touched them and gave a hug. Yeah. Uh, it really helped me in that situation. I needed a hug. Um, and then one time I called the judge over because, like, a guy was wearing really baggy sleeves and he was really clumsy and he acted like he was been drinking for a long time and he kept knocking his deck over and stuff and I just wanted it to be handled properly. So Did you really think he was drunk? No. I, no, he was just kind of... I think he was extremely nervous. Okay. It was, a, it was at Matt Hughes. Uh, yeah. It was just it was kind of annoying, really. Huh. I don't... Trying to think it's kind of douchey. It's kind of douchey. It, kinda douchey. Kinda it was, but like it was annoying, and like I just wanted to make sure it got handled properly. This guy just all he had to do was push his sleeves up, and he would have been a okay. So but if he's knocking his deck over like all like the freaking all day, maybe then you know here's one enough. warning, another warning. Maybe he'll realize, oh, I should do something about this. There's accidentally a card up that sleeve. How do I know that's not going on? Yeah, it's happened. Who knows? Um, I did get a judge called on me once for okay. So, I tap down four mana and play Gas Word of Fug You. Or Fug. Or Fugue. Fugue. Definitely Fugue. Fugue. I like Fug You better, but it is Fugue. <laughs> fug You. Fug You. <laughs> anyway, and the tap four mana, put it down, and the dude's like, Judge! And I had the five mana, I just didn't have the right amount. And Judge comes over and he's like, uh, you know, that does cost five. And I was like, I do have the fifth mana to cast it, I just miscast, you know, I mistapped. Doesn't tap it yet. And he's like, "Go ahead and tap it." I'm like, you can tap your mana after you play your spell. There's nothing wrong with that. And the whole thing is, the guy called judge instantly. Yeah. And the phase wasn't over. The mana didn't go anywhere. Right. You're like, more mana. See this turn? It's still working. I don't know about other people just tapping, but when I when I do my mana, I, when I do tap it, I separate it. So I did pick it up and picked up four, put it, moved it, and so it, it did seem very final. But the guy didn't allow me any any room at all to breathe on that one. He like. Let me put it as soon as I moved it. He was looking for a mistake. He was judge. Judge up in the air. How'd you finish in that tournament? Uh, top eight. How'd you finish? finish? Not in top eight. <laughs> uh, don't call get. judges in your top eight. Just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. Don't um, t- don't call judges to be a prick. I don't know. You guys have any other Listen lines? to Judge Cast. It really well, gives you a better feeling There's always the tournament judges. you hear about the guys shuffling somebody else's deck to yeah. break their sleeves so they can call a judge. I mean, you hear about this stuff, but I mean, you got to think about like the massive magic tournaments that take place that people hear about this that this stuff uh, this stuff occurs. I mean, like if okay, let's say we're playing at some random vintage tournament and this and this nobody. <laughs> what what dude? What's uh, up? I was just thinking that people could bring band aids to put on their sleeves. That would be fun. <laughs> and your sleeves could. Uh... <laughs> or you just have a couple extra sleeves just in case. I mean, I'm I mean that's what I usually do. Okay. 
I usually because I've used butterfly bandages trying to you know, stitch them back together. But go ahead. <laughs> Go on with you ruined it. Go on with your vintage story. <laughs> okay. I play white minis. So. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next vintage tournament. I really am. Now that we have four berserks. That has absolutely nothing to do with the story I was about to tell. Four berserks. Yeah. Okay, so you're at the you're at a high level vintage tournament, like the one a year. You make the travel and you got your deck all ready, and then you come across this guy, this dickhead, who's just there to ruin dreams, and he's playing stupid fucking banding. How many times are you throwing up your hand against that deck? Because there's no way you know what's going on. They don't know what they're doing. It's fucking banding. No one even no one has a clue how to work that. What is someone uh, does? Uh, well, next time we'll talk about banding. All music for Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box is provided by Hearts for Hire. You can find them on Facebook, Hearts for Hire. Every single